We're sitting here with Sammy and Alex. We are doing their podcast. So guys, tell a little bit about your podcast before we jump into this. So we are Created to Lead. This is Alex. And Sammy, how's it going? And we are a podcast just for leadership and encouragement. Yeah, and it's called Created to Lead. Uh, we did a part one with AJ Osborne, and this is now part two hopping over to AJ's podcast. So thank we you for having this us. Would be cool. Th- thank you for having us in your home. Yeah, yeah. this is <laughs> a blast. We appreciate it. Yeah, we, so we've never done this before. We thought this would be cool. We're actually breaking up the podcast onto two different ones. So in order to listen to the first part of it, guys, go jump over to their podcast. Check it out. Created follow to them. Created to lead. And it's going to, it's in the show notes. So you can go follow the link there. Cool. So this is part two. Kind of a cool concept. Everybody let yes. us know what you think. Part two. You want to go for it, go Alex? For it. Yeah. So we were talking about um, your journey of being paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And I, I've kind of heard bits and pieces of it, but it was a story for sure of overcoming adversity. And what did that do with the family, the kids, your, your, uh, emotional mental state Tell so us i don't know that. much about this story so let's start with how long ago was it over five years ago now. okay over five yeah. years ago and yeah what what was that like for your family and happened overnight it seemed like yeah unexpected was, yeah very unexpected so yeah. um it was you know it the good thing about it was it was so unexpected and it was so rather and I don't know what the right word for it is violent. Like it was just so bad so quickly. It was like an instant deterioration. And then I was being put on tubes that it, it was just like immediately survival mode. So I was like, okay, it's over. Um, I was it, the best way to think about it. They couldn't figure out what was going on when I lost my legs. And um, my wife was like, okay, I got to go back to take care of the kids. We hadn't told the kids anything because I'd left and they didn't really know what was going on. It was just dad's sick in the hospital because we didn't have answers. So we weren't going to tell anything. And so I'm sitting in there with my parents. Tesla ran back to take care of the kids. And as we're sitting in there, they came back and said, uh, we figured out what happened to you. Right. So we're now taking you to a bigger hospital. And he's like, I don't want you to look it up. And uh, we're bringing the ambulance here right now to come get you, and we're moving you. So uh, immediately, I look it up, right? And uh, so I, I I look it up, and then I just turn to my mom and my dad, and I was like, "All right, make sure that my kids are taken care of, that my they don't need for anything, right?" And I was like, "Take uh, make sure Tessa has help with the kids." And they came in and took it. And at that point, I was just like, all right, it's over. We'll just make do, see what happens. But it was just kind of like, it's it's over. So they took me to a big hospital. They there uh, shortly after that, um, I was put into a coma. And then I came out of the coma and I was paralyzed from my eyes down and I was hooked to life support. So I couldn't communicate, uh, couldn't eat, drink, nothing else. I communicated through plastic sheets um, where I'd look at pictures and then I'd blink to say yes or no. Um, but I was in extreme pain, mm-hmm. so I didn't sleep. Uh, I would sleep from passing out due to the pain. And that was the only time I would get any rest. So uh, it was very much just every second taking it as it went, right? It was, And two, they just knew so little. It was like, my wife spent all her time trying to say, how do we beat this? How do we take care of this? Calling people, working. It was like, it was just nonstop, right? It was just people running in and out and 
you know, trying to figure out and because there were no answers. So we don't know if he'll come back. We don't know. The doctors didn't have answers. It was wait and see. So they're like, there's no medicine that we can give you. So it's just, okay, we're going to keep you alive and hope your body takes care of this. We'll see. And um, so that's how it went for basically two and a half months. Uh, and then finally, I started to show signs of where my lungs started to gain some strength. And they're like, oh my gosh, you know, he's going to be able, you know, w- w- we think he's going to be able to breathe. So then from there, it came like, okay, he's going to be able to breathe, um, which is a funny story. I, I, I told this actually, I was, I was speaking, everybody's like, this is hilarious. I never heard this. So I, uh, you know, I, I was talking on gratitude. And I was talking about being grateful because it was Thanksgiving, right? So I was speaking on being grateful. And uh, I, I was like, you know, gratitude is a very interesting thing because gratitude ha- is not correlated to outcome. Meaning re- gratitude doesn't mean you're grateful because something good is going on. And most people think it is, right? That's not what gratitude is about, right? And uh, uh you know, they talk about this uh, in the Bible and it talks about how, you know, you're you're grateful when times are good, you're grateful when times are bad, things like that. And what gratitude really is, is a state of mind. And gratitude is pretty much the only way we can control our circumstances. Nothing else we can control, right? Mm-hmm. I can't control if I'm gonna live, I can't control if I'm gonna die, I can't, you know, basically everything is, but I can control my state of mind. So when I was in that position and they told me, AJ, you're gonna, we're gonna be able to turn your cuff. And what that meant was the tube that hooked into my neck. They said, we're gonna turn it and you're gonna be, the air is gonna stop going through the tube and it's gonna go up through uh, your uh, throat and it's gonna hit the vocal cord so you'll be able to speak. We're only gonna be able to do it for a few seconds, but you're gonna be able to speak now after being hooked to tubes and everything for so long. And they said, uh, you're going to sound weird, AJ. So we just got to give you a heads up mm-hmm. because you haven't used your vocal cords for so long. So you're not going to sound normal. And so I looked over and we had, we, we, we just had a, a baby. So our three month, four month old Theo and she was holding and Theo was with me the whole time in the hospital. Cause he was my only kid. I could really see for a long time because we didn't know if I was going to make it. So didn't know how, that's another story about how the kids went, but um, I'm looking at my wife and Theo and she's, getting emotional right he's gonna speak and they turned the cuff and i looked up at theo and i said theo i am your father because i thought i'd sound like darth vader so i thought it'd be fun because they told me it sounded right and then i looked over at my wife tessa and i said just kidding we don't know who the dad is and then they turned the cuff off so that was the first thing that I'd said after dying for like two plus months. Oh um, and grateful for humor. Uh, and yes. so I was like, Never you know, that. <laughs> I, I was trying to be control my circumstances, mm-hmm. meaning they, I don't know what they, I, you know, it's like, what do I say? And so I was like, Oh, I could say, I love you. I'm grateful. Things like that. But I'm like, the only thing I can do now is try to make them feel good because I, I can't do anything. I'm just sta- staring here at a wall. I mean, people just rolled me over to bathe me with towels and rolled me back over. I was just nothing. And so the only thing I could figure out to do was try to make them feel better because I could somehow control my situation, right? Mm-hmm. And just being grateful that they were there and happy that they were there, try to make them feel better. And uh, I think that 
you know, when you're in a situation like that, when you just lost everything, it's really, really little things matter. So when I took my first drink of water, I, I just, I, I can't even explain it. It was incredible. Cause I hadn't drank it for like, well, so my, I mean, my tongue swole up and almost like, well, it would have stopped me from breathing if I could breathe, but it'd break and it'd bleed and everything else like that. Cause I was getting IVs to get water, but I wasn't drinking water. So to me, I was still dying of thirst, right? So the first time I drank water, it was, oh, holy cow, it was incredible, right? It's probably some tap water, lukewarm or something else like that. And I was so grateful I could drink water. And then every little thing after that was incredible, just amazing. And it was like, wow, I really was not grateful. Wow. Like mm-hmm. I just, you took everything for granted. Wow. And um, I think that that's a big part though of handling bad things like that sure it's being grateful for whatever you have even if it's nothing even if it's just being able to speak such a good lesson wow i hope the listeners just heard that about being grateful because i even just got chills from that like oh wow i can talk and have a podcast today Mm -hmm. the world might be falling apart but um totally how does your life change after coming out of something like that like um you know, when my son was born, he almost passed away. And um, thankfully, he's healthy now. He's almost two. But that changed my perspective forever about gratitude every single day and how life is such a gift and a miracle. Yeah. Are there lessons today walking out of that season that are just with you forever that if it wasn't for those two and a half months, uh, maybe you wouldn't have that perspective today? Anything that you can think of off the, off the top of your head? Yeah, so I think there's a lot. Um, there were some good things and some some bad things. So you know, the um, one thing is it was it's it's been so long. So, you know, it's now five and a half years and I still struggle walking. I'm on pain medication because I have pain 24 seven. And, it, you know, when I get up in the morning, I wake up because of pain and I get up and my feet touch the ground and that hurts. And then I have to try to walk which is difficult and I have to go begin my process to get ready for the day. And that usually has to do with me trying to get my legs warmed up. I'm taking medication, trying to get things going. Right. And so a lot of stuff I've, I don't know how else to say, I kind of forgot what it was like. Hmm. I don't remember what waking up not in pain was like. I just don't even remember it anymore. And, uh, you know, I think that the good things about that is uh, a lot of the lessons that I learned throughout the hospital and when I was more fully paralyzed, when I couldn't walk on my own, everything else like that, it's, it, there's always a good little reminder there, so I just don't forget. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, I think that it can sometimes, I mean, maybe take away from it. So I, I run this hard point where I'm like, I'm trying to hold on. I'm trying not to let little things bother me. Because when I first got out, I didn't care. It's probably one of the reasons, honestly, that I, I got out, my motivations totally changed. So my motivation, my new purpose was like, okay, I'm going to teach and I'm going to let other people invest with us because I think this is so important. Everybody needs to do it. Now, I think maybe before stuff, I wouldn't have started a podcast. I wouldn't have done social media stuff because I was really afraid of what other people thought of me. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you're paralyzed and you are can't do anything for yourself i 
couldn't use the bathroom. So people just cleaned up after me. I laid naked on a bed and had hosts of people that I didn't even know bathe me, take care of me, everything else like that. Um, when I got out of the hospital, I didn't care about a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't really care what people thought of me anymore. I wasn't a, really ashamed of like certain things. I mean, you always are to some extent. You can never get rid of that, right? But I think that allowed me to do things like this or other things that I would be constantly worried about because I'd be like, I'm not as smart as other people. I'm not as good as other people. People are going to judge me. I know I say stupid stuff all the time. <laughs> I stick my foot in my mouth, right? And those things I think maybe would have held me back um, where I feel that a lot of me personally was liberated when I got mm. out of the hospital. And I'm really trying not to go back down that path again where prior where I was really nervous about how people look at me and how people judge me. And I find myself all the time and it's like, you know, you, you get embarrassed when somebody publicly says something that you said and criticizes you and that makes you feel bad, things like that, right? I don't care who you are. Everybody feels nervous or bad about that. Um, I do. And so I try not to allow those things because when, when I, after I got out of the hospital, I just, I didn't care. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had been totally exposed. All pride was gone, <laughs> just gone, right? And I, I think that that was actually quite uh, a blessing. Blessing in disguise. So good. Awesome. Love it, AJ. That's huge. Current events today. Yeah. And we are facing some adversarial times. Um, my neighbor just recently got laid off. And one of the big questions I wanted to ask you, because you are such a successful entrepreneur, and it's kind of a morbid question, mm-hmm. but I'm sure you've gotten it before. If you lost everything tomorrow, God forbid, what would you do? Do you go back to selling insurance? What do you do? So, um, I almost lost everything. Uh, I almost went bankrupt because I was an idiot. Totally my fault. Um, and I had uh, done a deal because of ego and pride. And I um, was got essentially frauded. Uh, my father and me. It wasn't. It was me though um, doing it. And we had backed this business and it turned out to the, the guy totally frauded us. We shouldn't have done it. It's uh, my fault that we put ourselves in that position or anything else like that. Um, ended up in lawsuits for years, um, but a, I could have totally lost everything, right? And uh, very fortunate with uh, how it turned out. But um, with that, I, I thought a lot. What am I going to do? First of all, it was it was very public. Everybody knew about it. It was at a point in my life where I was supposed to be good and I was supposed to be good at what I was doing. I wasn't young enough to say I'm dumb and young anymore. So, you know, it was embarrassing. That is an understatement. Um, I, yeah, it was one of those times where it's just like, I just want to die. Because it didn't end. Like, it's not like it's a failure that was like, oh, that was over. Everybody's going to forget about it in six months. No, it went on for years. Mm. So I got to remind every day. But when those types of things, you know, happen, and especially economic things, it's really hard to remember. But our brains, we do not, we, we cannot compartmentalize risk, meaning that we, if I lost money, my brain views that risk the same thing as a, a lion was going to eat me. So immediately, it's a flight or fi- uh, right response 
and it creates mass anxiety and it, it can create depression. It can create right, all this stuff. It, it's, we don't, modern society, our bodies are not designed for, right? And I think we have to really go back to, first of all, gratitude and bring it back down, okay? All right, I, 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 I'm here. I still have abilities. There's still a future, okay? It's not, there's, it's not that there's not a future anymore. And so you need to look at what you have, what abilities you have, because the first thing you got to do is find quick opportunities. So you need to look immediately at uh, in front of you. And the thing you need to do is take action quickly. So I, I do not understand when people get laid off and they get severance for two months and then they spend two months playing. I don't get that. Mm-hmm. That right. blows my mind. Like you just had the best gift ever. You got paid when you could have gotten to work and created something for two straight months. Like you can use these opportunities to excel. You can use these downfalls to move you to the next level. Well, and just to say that real quick, yeah. I was always surprised with COVID where you saw people getting laid off. And I felt like COVID was a blessing in disguise. It created mm-hmm. so many opportunities and I got laid off. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to go start a business yeah. because they're paying me to do yeah. nothing. And I was just kind of like, why is everyone so scared? This is like a huge opportunity right now. Yeah, exactly. And for me, if uh, everything went away, that's not how it would work. Uh, I would not get severance. I would get everything taken from me. Uh, so because <laughs> I take all the risk. So um, I would literally lose everything. And the first things that I, I would try to do is look at what I can learn from it and then can I leverage it? Because you also have to remember that in the downfall is uniqueness. So I have something to offer. I have, there. there's something there. So you need to look immediately at the opportunities left as opposed to just almost trying to just like, I'm just gonna go get another job and I'm gonna try to forget that this ever, do not do that. Right. Lean into the pain. And this is hard, but you need to lean into it. You need to look and you need to compartmentalize. All right, I'm looking in and I had many of a night struggling with this. Like, AJ, you're an idiot. You're the dumbest person on earth. Okay, is that really true? Right? Maybe not the dumbest person on the earth. Now, did you do really stupid things? Yeah, you did. And why did you do those things? Right? And really to put those in different groups. Because you want to take failures and you want to pull what you can learn out of them. And you need to be able to learn something from them so you can use them in the future. And you can avoid those same things in the future. You don't want to sweep everything under a rug and go into denial mode and say, I'm not going to learn anything. I'm going to just try to ignore this and move forward, right? So I think first is leaning into the pain, but don't go into what our minds always go to. And that's that extreme flight of response. I suck. My life sucks. I'm horrible. I don't deserve anything, right? That's what everybody always goes into first and foremost. It's, but the reason why we do is the, these are the two easy options. I'm either amazing or I suck. And that, that is where I think the vast majority of people go to, but I think it's easier for our brains to handle. So I think you really need to look at your life. You got to look at what's good and bad. And through that, you will find... It may not be great opportunities, but you can start to look and understand maybe pass forward. You can start to say, all right, the company that I was with, I got laid off. It was nothing to do with me. 
why did I get laid off though? So what happened at the company? What made the company this? What problems were there, right? Why did I get laid off? Other people didn't. Should I be looking for my next move? Should I be looking at a different type of company? Should I be looking at a different type of position? Was there no path to growth, right? You need to really break this down and understand it because this is a chance for you to make a move that you wouldn't have probably made otherwise. And you want to make sure that it is a move forward, right? You want to fail forward mm -hmm. and you want to make sure that you it takes you to somewhere else. Because my biggest failure, right, which was the uh, fraud, everything business speaking that I'm talking about, led to my biggest success. Wow. And that was storage, everything else. Because I said, the one thing I learned was I don't own this revenue. And this could be taken from me. I want to focus on a business and I want to be able to compound results, even though it takes a long time, but I want to own the revenue. I want to be able to compound it, everything, moved everything and focus on the storage. And that's how I got today, which then eventually saved my financial life when I became paralyzed. So it, it ended up being the best thing ever, even though it probably was the thing uh, emotionally and everything else like that, that hurt me and everything prior. So what I got like gathered from what you were just saying right now, and I think that this is what people need to be reminded of. Uh, this is true for me too. I went through some hard seasons and years of my life, and now I look back and I'm like, oh man, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be where I'm at today, nor be the person I become today and daily becoming. And success isn't the destination, it is the journey. Yes, and some of that journey is very dark, but then you come out on the other side alive with yes. life lessons behind you that you'll never forget, and it's actually a win. It's yeah. failing forward. Um, I feel like we're just scratching the surface, but you are one phenomenal leader. And I don't know about that. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> just to see what you've built, the culture, the team that you created, um, uh, just all the phenomenal resources that anyone can have access to to succeed. Really, if you don't succeed, it's it's your choice in life, you know, yeah. and, and choosing to succeed. It is it's a choice. Right. Yeah. Um, but I would love to know. Maybe we can end it on this note. This is something we like to ask every single um, guest on our show is in one sentence. How would you, A.J. Osborne, define leadership? What does leadership mean? Uh, service. Perfect. Boom. Plain and simple. Love it. Love it. And let me ask one more question. What does A.J. Osborne want to be remembered for? Service. That's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, um, I think that, you know, I, um, uh, first and foremost, I just want to be remembered as a, a good dad. So I, I just, I could fail at everything else, but man, I really don't want to fail at that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that uh, after that, I just want it to be everybody to just like, if they thought of me, be like, you know, listen, he was the guy that, you know, if you, he tried to help others before himself. And just if that, like my, my goal and what I'm trying to accomplish is we are trying to, I, I am firmly believe that opportunity, right? It's in order to be successful, you need a few things, right? You need knowledge, you need opportunity, right? You need a chance and then you need ability and then a system. So for me, I want to create and I want to change and create more of an environment where people are empowered to be financially empowered, everything else to live their own life. That's why I like finance so much because it is not about like, it, people like to mask helping other people through force, right? That's politics 
I'm helping you by making you do both sides. Doesn't matter. I'm not talking about which side you are. We're, we're going to do something and it's going to be good for you. And because of that, because of something I did, you're better, right? When you help somebody out financially, you're empowering them to do whatever they want and believe whatever they want. It's, you know what I mean? If you, because if you're financially empowered, you can do, you have freedom to not be chained to somebody else or to believe. And I think we are in a bad spot in America where we've completely disconnected a huge percentage of the population from the economy, the success that they're working towards. And I think that if the more people were involved in the economy, the more people would have buy-in, the more people would have success, they would understand things better. So my my goal is that we, I hope that what happened and what saved me, we can just extrapolate to as many people possible. And that's in the form of knowledge, meaning we teach others how to do it themselves. And it's one of the main reasons, you know, my wife started uh, elementary high school. Um, yeah, I went on next. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> teaches uh, all this stuff and why I teach stuff online. And then the other side is to create opportunity for people that they can join in, that they can actually be a part of the economy, that they can they can have long-term success and they're participating. And I think that if we can get more people to do that, you're gonna create more successful everything. And uh, so for me, I hope that when I'm gone, people say, you were successful because you created opportunity and success for others. Mm -hmm. And uh, that to me would just be amazing. 100%, and I think you've shown that and there's a specific individual I think of where you really mentored him and he owns a multi-million dollar company right now. And so mm -hmm. I think you are certainly pursuing that well. So any last thoughts? AJ, you're amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time and for your wisdom. Uh, can't wait to have you on again. We have so much more to, to talk about. I mean, technically, okay, the, uh, appreciate that, but technically, you guys on mine. That's <laughs> right. Okay. So, yeah. well, yeah, thank you for having us. Yes, yes thank, thank you for having you. us. Okay. Yeah, appreciate you guys being on my <laughs> podcast. So, I love it. Uh, yeah, this is a fun thing everybody were doing. So go check out their podcast because technically this is actually their podcast for <laughs> part two. So uh, yeah, go check it out, everybody. Support them. Make sure you give them uh, uh, five-star reviews. That really helps these guys out there. I mean, it's just launching, right? Yeah. Next week. Next week. Yes, so sir. you're hearing this when, when it just launched. So yeah. jump over there, everybody. Appreciate your time. See you guys.